Welcome to How to Get Along with Your Family podcast with your host, Certified Life Coach, Rebecca Ingebrigtsen, episode number four. Welcome to How to Get Along with Your Family, a podcast created for women who are exhausted from trying to please everyone just to keep the peace. We focus on real families and real solutions so you can change everything without changing anyone. Welcome back, everyone. I am really excited to be here, and I am happy that you are here with me. Today is going to be one of my favorite topics. We're going to be talking about manuals. The reason that this is one of my favorite topics is because I think this is probably the area that I have done the most work in, and it has paid off so much. The payoff has been so great that if there was just one thing I would suggest to improve your relationships, it would probably be this. But if I'm being honest, I'm probably going to say that in every episode because I think all of it's really important. (laughs) And I think you can get massive results from just taking one of the things you learn here and applying it to your life. Okay, so let's talk about manuals. What are manuals? So a manual is a set of rules that you have for a person or persons in any given circumstance. So it's very much like an instruction manual that you would get when you purchase something from the store, something that would need to be assembled or requires learning on how to operate. But we have those same kind of manuals for the people in our life. And it's just really another way of saying that we have expectations. But I think manual is a little bit lighter and not so heavy as a feeling that expectation gives. But while those expectations may seem justified, it can be very damaging when your emotional happiness is directly tied to your family behaving in a certain way. And some of these manual instructions can be things like, My mom should call me back when I call her. My dad should remember my birthday. My sister should invite me to the Christmas party or the birthday party. She should write me a thank you note. She should be kind and understand when I am frustrated. He should support me. She should listen to me for as long as I listen to her. He should come to the hospital when my father is dying. She should ask me to be a bridesmaid. He should tell me he loves me. She should buy me something special for my birthday. He should know what I like. They should be emotionally available. They should support me. He should want to go to the movies I like. He should make more money. There should be spend less time at work. There's so many examples. Okay. Also, um, we have manuals on how they should show their love to us. And we have them for every person in our life, including ourselves. We have rules for everything, how they should think, how they should feel, the things that they should do, the things they shouldn't do, what their motives should be for the things that they do or don't do, and even down to what someone else should want and desire for their own lives. It's because we truly believe that we know what's best for the people in our lives and we love these people. So we know what they should do and how they could or should show up for themselves and for us. 
Now, when somebody does follow our manual, we are really happy and we feel loved, but it's not actually their behavior that creates those feelings. It's the thought that we have about those behaviors in that person that create those positive emotions. But be careful not to believe that your manuals and their behavior are what are causing your positive or your negative emotions. So what's the problem with having manuals? Well, the biggest problem is it gives all of your power away. The thing is, we don't really tell anybody what our manuals are. We don't give this manual, these set of rules to our family members. Rather, we expect that they should just know. Okay. And then we expect those rules to be followed or those expectations to be met. And we make it mean something about ourselves when they are not met. So if somebody does not follow our manuals, we make it mean that we are not loved, that our feelings don't matter. We are not important to that person. We are not worthy. Maybe you didn't do enough. You're the only one who suffers when you hold onto these manuals because you want to feel loved, but keeping the manuals is keeping you from experiencing the love. And honestly, you're the only one who can, can create that love. It's putting somebody else in charge of your happiness. And really, it's just like people pleasing in reverse, right? So it never really works and it leaves us feeling like something's wrong with us. We believe that if we were somehow more lovable or more loved, then these people would follow our manuals and then we could feel good. They just want you to remember that adults have the ability and the freedom to behave however they choose. And that includes you. So let's think about this. Can you think of someone who might have a manual for you in your life? Usually our parents have manuals for us. And as a parent, I can see where I do have manuals for my children. But when you have adolescent children, it's a whole different ballgame. And that's a whole different topic. Um, But I am working on my manuals as well. So think about that person that has a manual for you. Have you ever tried to follow their manual but ended up failing? How often do you fall short of their expectations? And what happens when you don't meet those expectations? Now, when you fall short of those expectations, is it because you don't care about that person? Of course not. I think we have all experienced a relationship like that in our lives, but we very rarely look at how we are showing up with our own manuals and how that feels for our family members or our friends, whoever that manual is for. How does it feel to you to try to please somebody else or to follow their manual? How do you think others feel when they're trying to follow your manual? And when we're following manuals or we have somebody trying to follow ours, we're doing that even though we're not really sure what the rules are, right? Isn't it so interesting? We can be both the manual writer and the one trying to follow other people's manuals, yet we still think it's a good system or we don't stop and realize that it's a crumbling system and we use both of those roles to beat ourselves up. And we use it as evidence that we're not loved or we're not good enough in somebody else's eyes. And then that creates the feeling that we're not good enough in our own eyes. So it really doesn't serve us either way to have the manuals for others 
or to follow somebody else's manual. Now, following somebody else's manual is just people-pleasing, right? And we talked about that in the last episode. So if you haven't listened to episode three yet, I recommend that you do go back to that one at some point. So who do you have a manual for? Everyone. You have manuals for your parents, your siblings, your spouse, or your significant other, your kids, your extended family, your self, your mailman, your friends. You probably even have manuals for your body. Um, I have manual for my business. So basically everyone and even some circumstances we can slip in there. But our freedom comes from letting go of all of these manuals to stop putting expectations on the people around us and ourselves and accept them and ourselves the way that they are right now in this moment without changing a thing, without them changing anything. You can accept them now in all of their imperfections. You can also accept yourself in all of yours. One thing that I've come to understand is that everyone is just doing their best. In any given circumstance, on any given day, people show up and do their best. Now, their best might not be very good, and we might have expected more, but it really is their best in that moment. And honestly, I don't always show up as the best version of myself either, but it is the best that I have in the moment. So not only am I suggesting letting go of the manuals for others, but also the ones that you have for yourself. Now, we are the hardest on ourselves, and so this work really provides you a way to be kinder and gentler and more understanding when you fall short of your expectations. You really are doing your best, even if it doesn't feel like it's your best or if you feel like you could do more. You're doing your best. It's the best you have right then. But I find that the relationships that we have with our parents and our siblings and even our in-laws can sometimes produce the biggest and thickest manuals that we have. And also those manuals cause the most pain. It's because we spend so much of our life with our family from birth to the present day. So even even after you have grown up and moved out, these still tend to be influential relationships in your life. There's just so much history. We find ourselves believing all of the hurtful things that were ever said to us. We have this vision or idea of what kind of mother or father we should have, how our siblings should act. We look around and we see happy families that get along and that have so much love. And then we see our own and feel like, oh, we need to fix something here. It's the idea that we can have that perfect family if only. If only she would do this. If only he would do that. If only everyone just tried. But that leaves us with our emotional well-being in the balance, waiting to see how our family will show up. So let me just be really clear. They are not going to change. They are going to show up the exact same way that they always have, year after year, event after event, holiday after holiday. Now you can ask them to change and you can want them to change, but chances are they're not going to change. So now what? If they're never going to change, what can you do? You can focus on the only thing that you can change, and that is you. You can change your manual. You can change your reactions. You can change what bothers you. 
What if you honestly had no expectations? Zero expectations. Okay, so this example is kind of random, but have you ever been told about a movie that you need that you need to see? Um, it seems that everywhere you go, somebody is talking about this movie and how amazing it is and how it's the best at this or that, you know, whatever. So you finally do go to see the movie. Now you show up to the theater with all these expectations and you just know that this movie is going to blow your mind and it's going to be amazing and all of the things, but it just doesn't live up to your expectations. And when it's over, you leave feeling kind of disappointed. It just wasn't as good as you thought. And it's the same when you go to the movies or you watch a movie and you are convinced it's going to be terrible, but you end up liking it. Okay. And that's the power of no expectations. And that's the lesson, right? When we expect others to behave in a certain way and they don't, we are disappointed. But if we can drop the expectations, there's no way that they can fall short. And therefore, you have given your family and yourself a beautiful gift of acceptance and peace. They don't have to pretend to be anything they are not or force themselves to do something they don't want to. And neither do you. And to me, that is true freedom. Being able to be your true authentic self and accepting and loving your family members in their authenticity. But how do we really do that? How do we let go of these manuals? The first step is always awareness. We really need to bring this from the subconscious mind into the conscious mind. So I want you to seek out your manuals in every situation. Now, when you first start this work, it's going to be after the fact. So when you leave a situation or after you've had a disturbing phone call or an upsetting phone call, whatever it is, then you can analyze what went on, what is upsetting you, and then you can look for what rules you have in your manual for that certain situation. So once you bring awareness to it, then I just want you to question them. Why am I feeling this way? What am I thinking to cause this emotion? Do I want to keep this expectation? And I want you to remind yourself that what's really happening is that you want somebody else to behave differently so you can feel better. But in the end, that's not even possible because other people's actions cannot dictate your feelings. And then just take a deep breath and stop trying to control other people. It's going to be so much more relaxing when we stop trying to control everyone around us. But let me be clear, this is not to say that we can never ask for somebody to change their behavior. We can make requests, but these requests need to come with no strings attached. Release the emotional attachment to the outcome because it's never about you. Their actions, their inactions, their words, their behaviors are all about them and how they see the world and interact with it. It's never about you. Okay, so let's go over an example quick. Samantha was frustrated because her mother would not say, I love you. Samantha wanted to hear those words from her mother. She felt it was unfair for her to have to go through life without these words when it would just be so easy for her mom to say them. Then she would know that she is loved. 
But the truth is her mother doesn't have to say this to her. She's an adult and she gets to decide what she will do and what she will say. But by expecting her mother to show her affection in this specific way when her mother doesn't want to has gotten her in a very stressful situation with her mom. She made this situation mean that she is unloved, that her mother doesn't care about her or is proud of her, that she is not enough for her mother. She made it mean so much more. And now instead of just looking for the ways in which her mother does express her love, she is frustrated, depressed, and feeling unloved, which only compounds the problem. So often Samantha tries to do all the right things to hear these magical words, but she still does not hear them. In instances when her mother does say it, Samantha is still feeling frustrated because it was forced and not genuine. She can continue to wait for her mother to genuinely say, I love you, and make this request of her mother, but her mother might not comply. And she doesn't have to because she's an adult. And if Samantha decides to keep this manual, it will continue to affect her relationship with her mother. Samantha would benefit from really thinking about all the ways love can be expressed and felt. And in reality, you cannot feel the love somebody else has for you. Because if she could feel that love, she wouldn't need to hear the words from her mother. She would already feel it. Samantha had to learn that she creates all of her own emotions. It is truly possible to let go of your rules and all of your control attempts on everyone in your life who you have a manual for. Notice what people do when you don't try to control them. If you only focus on trying to control yourself and your response to how other people behave, what do you imagine your life would be like? And let's be honest, it's hard enough to control our own emotions and responses, right? So why do we think we can control somebody else's? And when we don't try to control others, they feel safe to be their true selves. And this is what authentic, intimate relationships are made of. And that's what we're seeking. We can be much calmer when we we don't make their actions or inactions mean something negative. And we can also really hear them out. We can get their perspective on things, hear their side of the story, and understand why they do or don't do what we've requested or expected. This is so much more effective than pounding our fist on the manual of how we expect them to behave. And you get to feel however you want, no matter what anyone else does or doesn't do. If you throw away your manual, your relationships will improve dramatically. And that is my wish for you. So if you'd like help applying this information to your life, I've created a worksheet to help you work through your manuals. You can find all of that information in the show notes at www.inspiredactions.com personalcoaching.com forward slash EP4. That's inspiredactionspersonalcoaching.com EP4. Are you willing to let go of your expectations and focus all that time and energy on yourself in creating the best life you can? You will find your life is enhanced by being around people who genuinely do things they want to rather than doing things because you are emotionally manipulating them or requiring them to do so. If you are willing to give it a try, you'll find that this changes everything. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to How to Get Along with Your Family podcast. 
But don't just listen. Help someone else change their life. You can do that by sharing this episode with someone you know that needs to hear it. Oh, and have you left me a review yet? Reviews help me get in front of the women who need this the most. So please head over to iTunes and leave one. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Until we meet again, be kind, be generous, be love.